This week on Friendship Goals. We discuss the Washington Nationals win the World Series. <laughs> South Africa wins the Rugby World Cup. U.S. Women's National Team gets a new head coach, and hopefully everyone's on board, because if not, they're going to kick him right out. That's true. I'm on board. I think it's cool. Uh, We talk about uh, Nike and a runner in a New York Times article that just came out. A real devastating story of how when you're vulnerable, as many athletes are, uh, people take advantage. And then and, and it, it's uh, it's such a, a tragic, tragic story. We'll get more into that later. And we also talk about the beginning of the NBA season. And well, really, uh, really, which- let, let's uh, caveat that with we talk a lot about the 76ers. We talk a lot about the 76ers and we talk a lot about one Laker who uh, Just the has, one. Has, has a bit of early baldness, but, but we love him for it is the thing. And also a little bit about the rest of the NBA. And then after that is our games to watch for. So let's get into it. Do it. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, we could, we could get the rights, I guess. Are you all ready for this? <laughs> hey there, sports fans, and welcome to Friendship Goals. This is your host, Ronnie. And I'm joined by my other host. Hey, I'm Brittany. I'm the other host. The other host. You're not the other host. I shouldn't have said other host. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I am the other host. I am a host. There are two you of are the, us. Right, right. I am also the other host. They're, you know. Yeah, they're, they're interchangeable other hosts. Yeah. For sure. For sure. It's been a while since we've been back here behind the broadcaster desk. Lots have happened. A lot has go, happened. We can do a... A quick overview of uh, of of things that went down. Yeah, uh, Nationals won the World Series. Cannot believe that. Yeah, I wasn't happy about it. We we had talked uh, last last uh, episode about how you definitely did not want the Astros to win the World Series. <laughs> this is true, and uh, I felt the same way about the Nationals. But they won it. Everyone gets to be all you know. Oh, they you know they got rid of Bryce Harper. <laughs> Phillies got Bryce Harper, and then the Nationals win the World Series. Guess Scuba, good job, Phillies. Yeah, I ain't got time for it. No, keep it to yourself. No, congrats to the Nationals. Yeah, good, good, good on you guys. I mean, like to be honest, I did not want the Astros. I really, I didn't want the net. Na- like neither team, neither yeah. team. It's always fun when like the championship. <laughs> When the championship game is just between two teams you do not care at all oh, about right? and like actively dislike the uh, the last few uh, Giants Patriots Super Bowls have felt that way to me. And it's it's great because I can just be like, oh, cool. Don't have to pay attention at all. Yeah. Don't have to make any investment. Perfect. Uh, so good job, Nationals. Good job, Nationals fans for booing a, uh, a an orange disgrace <laughs> of a human president. Love to see it. You love to see it. And uh, in in other news, the uh, it was also the Rugby World Cup, which is like the Rugby World Series, um, <laughs> but um, it is every four years, not every uh, every year. 
In any case, so it was a really interesting. um, Everyone thought New Zealand was going to take it like they do almost every World Cup. But in the quarterfinals, there was Wales and France, Japan and South Africa. And then you had semifinals, which were England, New Zealand, and then Wales, South Africa. And it was really interesting um, because no one really saw (laughs) England fighting as hard as they did. They're a great team. Um, They've never been like going all the way kind of material. It was really interesting because England beat New Zealand to go into that final game. So the finals were England, South Africa and uh, Mm. South Africa won 32 to 12. It was a really great game. If anyone watched it, um, I am, I really enjoy the Springboks, which is the South Africa team. So I was stoked on that. Um, Nice to see a team that is not, uh, New Zealand win. I mean, I love New Zealand. I love the All Blacks. I will always root for them. But um, yeah, it would have been kind of cool, even though I'm not an England fan, to see England win. And if anyone wants to know more about rugby, you can check it out online. There's so much stuff. There's like rugby leagues, premier leagues, different ways of playing rugby. Uh, Next up is going to be the sevens tournament, which is interesting because normally rugby is played by teams of 15. So each side has 15 sevens. Uh, Each side has seven players. It's a shortened period and uh, it's a lot of running. I was never good at sevens. (laughs) uh, Yeah. So pretty cool. Um, I think um, England was even kind of surprised to be in the finals. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, they played really well. I don't know. It's hard to say, like, oh, it was pressure that got to them. Because, uh, you know, unless you're on that team, you don't really know. But um, it could have been pressure. That, that was a lot of pressure. Um, and South Africa was a really solid team this uh, this World Cup. So it's fun. It's just fun. Love to see sports like that on a, on a bigger stage. So, yeah. What was really cool is um, there was this whole story about like how rugby is very different from a majority of other sports. And uh, when New Zealand had beat uh, Wales in the third place matchup, uh, 40 to 17, um, one of the Welsh players was holding their baby and the baby was really excited to see the New Zealand player. And they're just like after the game, still on the pitch, like hanging out, being friends. And like he grabbed the baby and they're like, you know, hugging each other and. Um, that was pretty cool to see. One of those few sports where like they will completely kill each other on the pitch, but once the game is over, like they're really good friends. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Um another uh quick quick news bite is our uh, obligatory uh US women's national soccer team. <laughs> we, uh, we shout can't out not talk about that. We have, I mean, they keep making news and, you know, we are the ones who decide what is news and what isn't news, <laughs> but, true. Yeah. but, th- but there's news, but there's news. What's, there what's news. the news, Brett? True. They have a brand new coach. Um, That's Jill- a big deal. What's that? That's a big deal. It is a big deal. Um, I, I still can't pronounce his name. Vl- Vlatko? Vlatko? Vlatko, maybe? Like, Vla- I don't know. Vlatko? I, I'm not. I don't want to offend anyone. Um, if you know how to pronounce his name, hey, at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I was kind of surprised and a little sad it wasn't a woman. But 
hearing the team talk about him as a coach and that they respect him and they like his coaching style put me at ease. They are they are the champs. Yeah. Like they are they they own they own women's soccer right, right now. Right. Like what if if they didn't like the situation, it wouldn't be happening. Uh, I ha- I have to hope. Yeah, it's a it, it seems to be a, a a very common sense hire. Yes, it's going to be good for the team to have a, a brand new coach to have that like fresh outlook on the team to have that like new voice on the team. The team outside of having a coach is incredible. And the way that they talk to Mm -hmm. each other on the field and the way that they like work together as a team is incredible. So like, I feel like they could have hired a trash can to be their coach. Sure. And they still would have been a solid team. Um, I think this is a really great opportunity, um, for the team. And I think, again, it is a great pick. Um, and I I really think that he's going to be a great addition. Yeah, I was reading that, uh, you know, the, just even the way that he coaches and the way that he like from a very philosophical standpoint, but also like a very nuts and bolts, like formation attack minded standpoint. Yeah. It, it it's similar to Ellis, like it's similar to to her coaching style. It's it's not as if they're getting nobody, but they are getting like, hey, what you've been doing has been working. I'm just going to keep working with you there. Yeah. And I think that um, he coached the rain prior to this. Yes. You have Rapino on that team. You have other mm-hmm. members on that team. And I, I think that, um, I don't know. I don't know if more of the senior players who had uh, been around him more kind of were a part of that hiring process. Um, but I like that he, you know, comes from that background of already coaching some of the women. But Yeah. yeah he, he's one, two, uh, NWSL cups. Yep. Yeah. Um, he, he's been a part of a bunch of them. Uh, I did read that like the players, the current players of the U S women's national team were like highly consulted, um, by the GM, yep. uh, which is great. Yeah. Which is, exactly. which is like, you know, the, it shouldn't be any other way, but especially here. Yeah. I, I completely agree. So looking forward to seeing seeing those those first friendlies and and seeing what what moves what things look like moving forward. Uh, the, I mean, you know, he is in a uh, interesting situation where there's uh, there's one one goal for the U.S. Women's <laughs> National Team. Yeah, and th- and that's that three P. Let's see. Expectations are high. The bar is high. Yeah. Let Let's see what we can do. I don't know. You know. Anything outside of a of another World Cup is a failure. So, uh, well, I'm glad we've set Mister Mister Vlatko up for success. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, how pretty, how sweet is that though? Like, you've got a winning team. Like, these girls yeah. already know, and I shouldn't have said girls. These women already know how to play together, right? Like, um, mm-hmm. you've seen them win, and I think that that is something very valuable as a coach to kind of go off of. I've never coached women's yep. soccer. I don't know, but it just seems nope. to me like, you know, that can only help. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's seen them win. The world has seen them win. The, <laughs> they have it as if they didn't have a target on their back before. They have a huge target now. Yep. And that is going to be a lot on him on, you know, making sure that they capitalize on what's successful, but also making sure that you adapt enough to, uh, Keep other teams on their toes, yep, exactly. so to speak. So, looking forward to that. 
it'll be good times. Never, never a bad time never. when you're a, a U.S. women's national team fan. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so let's get into some of the big stories of the week yeah. of, of you know, yeah. the past couple of weeks. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? I really do want to talk about that. Um, the article that you posted from the New York Times. Yeah, let's 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 go ahead and get into yeah. that. Uh, so there was an article that came from the New York Times about a middle distance runner known as Mary Kane. Um, the uh, article is titled, I was the fastest girl in America until I joined Nike. Mary Kane's male coaches were convinced that she had to get thinner and thinner and thinner. Then her body started breaking down. Yeah. Um, it tells a story of a uh, 17-year-old athlete who was uh, one of the fastest in the world at the time. And signed on to uh, Nike's Oregon project run by coach Alberto Salazar. Alberto Salazar has been uh, banned from sports recently for uh, doping scandals. Um, And it tells a story that of her needing to lose a lot of weight and not in a healthy way, physically or mentally. Uh, It talks about weigh-ins in front of groups of other athletes in front of teammates um you know critiquing and and criticizing um mary for her weight at the time yeah um that led to a lot of uh health issues for her right um it's it's yeah it is is super concerning and and devastating to think of this athlete who we're hearing about and also thinking about probably the many many other women athletes who have faced the same kind of thing and we're not hearing about them it's it, it just this is the kind of thing that just opens up and and you can only imagine the, the stories that are out there uh, just based on the one that we have in front of us. Yeah. I, I'm i curious, um, as someone, as a human being <laughs> uh, sure. in on this planet, it is, uh, the article was just heartbreaking. Um, but I'm curious, as, you know, someone's father, how, mm-hmm. like, what? it's got to add a whole nother aspect to it. Right. Like I can think personally and like, if I, yeah, yeah, I have sisters, I have nieces, I have a niece who's super into sports and so athletic and so competitive. I can think about it that way. But as someone who is raising a daughter in this world, like how do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah. It's something that, you know, I, I, even before I was a father, um, it, it, it's something that I try and be very careful about because my, you know, my anger about this is, as you said, because of being a human being yeah. and being able to have empathy for, you know, people outside of the fact that like, oh, this human I created. Yeah, right. Um, but as I as I, you know, we we me and me and my wife uh, do not have much athletic prowess between the two of us. So the joke is that if. If our daughter is athletic, it's going to be a miracle. Um, <laughs> okay. But we we all, but I often talk about you know the about organized sports yeah. and just the you know 
I did engage in them as a, as a child. It probably wasn't my favorite thing, sure. but it was, you know, a good camaraderie thing and it was a good exercise thing and all the other things that sports are supposed to bring you. But the negative aspects of being a, a young athlete and a young woman athlete yeah. are just, they, they really seem insurmountable. Um, and, and I know the, the, answer to that shouldn't be well you know my daughter just won't play sports if you know especially if that is something she wants to do yeah um but it is tough when you know no matter what it seems like whether it is uh you know the women's gymnastic team you know a, a an organization that is that is based around the olympics or nike you know a a company that you would hope would have the best interest of the athletes they're representing at heart. Yep. It's, you know, and even, you know, take that back. Those are people that are in the, the, the public eye under a lot of scrutiny, right? Take yeah. that back to, you know, coaches and trainers and whoever else is involved in the process um, of youth sports. Like there, there's a lot of trust. You are, you are very vulnerable uh, both physically and mentally and emotionally yeah. um, at, at some of these points. And and you're putting a lot of trust in people that you hope have the best interest. And, and, and you know, this is this is, uh, you know, leads to a much, much bigger conversation that it, this is the same thing that is happening in workplaces and the same thing that is happening in, you know, for for actors and actresses in Hollywood. And yeah. like this is just like another piece of it that like. It, it, it's different than the Me Too movement, um, but it's it's another factor of just, boy, women just can't do anything without having to have their guard up 24-7. Yeah. And then the onus is still on them to make sure you have your guard up. Um, yeah, it, and it's like, if they are good at athletics, there's always a reason why, right? Like, it's not just like, you have this ability it is like, oh, she like that that one female runner who had too much much testosterone in her body. So then yes. people start calling her a man and she's like, no, no, like mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. the case here. Um, and even if it was like that's that's the whole thing in where I always am like. You know, I my friend Pat is, you know, a male professional boxer. He was an amateur women's boxer for a very long time. And now he's split between this world. And it is so crazy to see. But, like, just the way that, you know, people in sports treat other people is just mind It's generally I mean, bad. it is to me, like, if we were to talk about Hollywood, too. Like, I, I do not understand it <laughs> whatsoever. Right. Um. And really, I'm glad I'm not in those worlds. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, something's got to give. Something's got to change. I was just reading that the uh, women's Australian soccer team now has equal pay to the men. Um, well, that's fantastic. Which is incredible. Uh, and it's just crazy to me that that is still an argument that we have to have. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it, yeah, it, it's. There, there is no aspect that like. It seems like there is no aspect where it's like, well, we we're we're getting better. 
right. when it comes to women's sports. Like, like exposure, I guess, is the only thing. But even then, exposure without compensation for that exposure is also like a huge, like that, that high visibility yeah. without, you know, earning the rewards that that visibility should bring is, is a huge problem in itself as well. Yeah. As, as someone who, who now has a, a sports podcast, <laughs> something that I, I think about a lot of just like, you know, there, there is a way I've certainly found it uh, to be competitive. Yeah. And not shitty. Right. Um, right. And and, and, and and I think that encapsulates a lot of things, because when I go to, you know, some of my my younger siblings uh, play soccer, they play um, uh, basketball and I go to these games and I was at games as a child where parents and coaches are just so aggressive and so. And I understand they're invested, but like it, it is it is clearly unhealthy, the expectations and the the narrative, the kind of the the, the conversation, the dialogue they're using surrounding a a sporting event for young people where people are developing skills and developing, you know, their their game and, and developing the way that they compete. Yeah. Um, and, and and you can see like, boy, you have you have not found out a way to be competitive and non-shitty. Right. <laughs> right. And right. the people within the the Oregon program with Nike, like you have not figured out a way to be competitive. Right. Which you clearly are and, and with good results, but also not shitty. Like and and and, and shitty becomes like a kind of a loose term like it, I, I you know I don't want to make it seem as 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 fluid and, and flippant as I'm saying like without being like harmful right without without like making it so that people are losing themselves breaking their because, body down <laughs> yeah breaking their body down yeah. do like making you know I I, I think about the women's gymnastics team about like just the the mental hoops that you have to jump through to to you know be okay as a person like i am i am not the person who sits here and says like oh it's just a game it's just sports oh sports ball you know oh you know like this these things are important these things are like a big deal for people who this is how they make their living. This is their career and people get invested in it because it is an escape from things that are going on, but it should not be, it should never be at the expense. And of like, even as I'm saying this, like it, it's of course, like it should not be in at the expense of the people who are out there uh, performing right. athletic feats for you. Uh, you know, it, it should not, it, it sh- at the end of the day, like this, there are bigger things than sports yep. and it is the lives of those who are invested in the sports to, to a degree that I can't understand because I've never been an athlete to that degree. <laughs> no, I get, I get it. Well, it's like, just like in this, you know, yes, they get paid a certain amount more than a lot of other athletes, but it's like the NFL not really caring about concussions. Like, yeah, people are putting their their 
mint like their their brains on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, concussions are, are kind of serious. It's kind of a big yep. deal. I was just thinking, like for this this um, for Mary in that article, um, what brought this whole thing up? Like, how excited can you be as an athlete? Like, how awesome would that be to get that call from Nike? Like, holy crap! <laughs> I've made it. I'm making it. This is happening. And then just to like keep being told like you've got to lose weight. You got to be thinner. You yeah. you need to change the way you're doing this or you need to do this because you're not what we want. Exactly. Right. right. Um and like not only physically breaking your body down, but like the mental You know, I'm I'm competitive when I need to be. Um I'm not an athlete by any means, but I know how it feels when like I think I'm not doing like I have terrible imposter syndrome with work. It sucks to feel like you're not doing everything that you should be doing or everything that you can be doing or like, oh, man, I suck because of A, B and C. And I would just be so much better if I listened to everyone else around me. Like, I can't can't even imagine like as someone who like your dream is to do this for a living and just be good at it and and right. and you your coach somebody who you're supposed to trust and and use as a resource is like nah you're not good enough mm-hmm. it's just it's heartbreaking they talk in the article about um you know what they instill in the athletes there of just like this is this is an amazing program just like you said you get the call up and 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 you're you're working with Nike yeah um it, and they manipulated them to the degree that you know they they made sure they knew that you know anyone would be in their spot if they could right. that anyone would take their spot right and so you've got to do whatever you've got to do because they intrinsically align their self-worth with this program or this sport or this you know week of practice you know i am the this program, I if without this, what am I? Right. It, it is, and I and I know that it happens with male athletes too. Oh yes, with, with men yeah. in sports, but it just seems that it is very frequently men, may, coaches who are men, right, and at trainers who are men, and you know nutritionists who are men who are perpetrating this against. A lot of what we're hearing is women athletes, um, right. and it's it is just, yeah, I I don't. It is manipulation. It is gaslighting. It is abuse in 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 any sphere, and I I am, you know, I love I love sports, and that's why I'm talking about this. And the fact that this, you know, Salazar asshole has robbed us of of the amazing story that could be Mary Kane's yeah, because he had some fucked up idea of what a runner's body should look like. Um, I, I I am infuriated by that. I am, I am infuriated by that the same way that there are parents at soccer games infuriated at the other team's coach or whatever and making harmful, harmful comments. Like this is, this is where I'm invested in making sure that, People like Mary Kane and Mary Kane are able to not only have a successful career, but come out of their career. Okay. 
Right. Right. And and have be able to have a life knowing that, hey, you did a great thing here, but that is not all you are. Right. Um I want that for for any athlete out there. I would want that for my daughter. I would want that for any potential children I or anywhere else has. Um and I, and I and I can't understand people who put themselves or their own careers above that. I yeah, I, you're not a coach. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. I um I agree with that. Do we want to uh move on yeah, to some other transition. news? Yeah. Went a little little deep there. Now we can come back up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's important. It's important to just, you know. I completely agree. These, I think these, it's really important are- to discuss, and I think it's really important mm-hmm. um, if anyone listens to this episode and has thoughts, feelings, opinions on it to, like, definitely reach out to us because um, mm-hmm. I think it's a continuing conversation, and I feel like it's an important one, especially for this podcast, to have um, right. be continued. And and reach out to us, but more importantly, if if you are an athlete who is experiencing feelings where that you feel like you are maybe uh, a victim similar to Mary Kane, you're please know that your worth is not just the athlete you are in the sport you play, that you have so much more to, to offer. And there are other coaches, there are other teams. Please find the, uh, the one that is right for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, again, I don't want to dwell on this too much, but I, we are, we are, you know, we have this sports podcast with the full understanding that sports can be hella problematic and hella difficult to discuss sometimes. And the people who, you know, who are the, the, you know, the chief sports fans out there don't always discuss this kind of thing. And so we are eager to do that, eager to do that. Not because we're so much better than anyone else, but because there are things that need to be discussed and things that need to be said. Yep. And if and if we're the messengers, then damn it, let's let's uh, let's let's raise that flag. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um. So yeah, let let's uh, let's move on to uh, to. Let's, you want to talk about the NBA season? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. NBA season kicked off. We are, you know, probably like three weeks in, three a month in. Um. I uh, I much would have rather uh talked about the NBA last week um, when my Philadelphia 76ers were five and0 with the only unbeaten record in the league uh-huh. um, they have they have dropped their their last two games uh, in in like real just like I don't want to like be that guy who like is mad at the refs for stuff but the refs refs are all over the place throughout the NBA this year it seems like yeah they gotta get on the ball a little bit on, but refs. uh they're five they're five and two. Uh, Ben Simmons of the Sixers may, might uh, be facing some some injury time. Um, we don't need to just specifically talk about the Sixers, but that's just you know well, that last game with uh, between them and the Jazz, Utah Jazz, it was close. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It, it 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 and it certainly didn't feel that way watching it. Yeah. Um, it was it was it was tough. It was tough, and they just couldn't. Couldn't convert that. You know, Ben Simmons got out of that game early, and and they they struggled to find the the shooter that they wanted to replace him in the game. It was good to have Embiid back after his two game suspension, but it uh yeah, it was a tough loss because that's a team. You know, the the, the Suns 
we we ended up. So the Suns, I mean, the Suns are out of nowhere. The Phoenix Suns are a fantastic team. These That's something to talk about. We'll talk about that when we uh, get through with with just my little Sixers rant. Um, <laughs> the Suns are, 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 you know, lighting, lighting the world on fire. That's a team. That's a, a game that like, you know, not that we should lose any games, but that's a game that I understand. The Jazz, that that is not a game that we should lose. Um, yeah, yeah. As Sixers fans, now, um, can I but, ask a question? Being naive yes. to the NBA, yeah. Have the Seventy Sixers in the past been good? So, how far past are you talking oh. about? Um. Well, I'm 34. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, the, in 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 recent memory, uh, the best that the Sixers have been was in 2000, 2000, okay. 2001. Gotcha. And uh, that was uh, when Allen Iverson, if that name rings a bell. Yep, yep, I know that uh, name. That, that is when Allen Iverson was on the team, and they went all the way to the finals against the Lakers. They have the uh, famous uh, step over where uh, Allen Iverson hits a three uh, around some guy who's like dives to take the shot on him. Okay. And uh, walking back to defense, he takes, he's this pound for pound, He's one of the best players, but that being said, he's a very short NBA player. And so this this small fella just takes a like marching step over the defender as he uh goes back to defense. It was a great moment in Philadelphia history. They won that game. They didn't win another game that series and lost the series four to one. But but um that was the last time that they were they were like really good. They've been in the mix uh probably for the past you know, 10 years or so, oh, I think in 10 or 11, they were in the playoffs as like the eighth seed. They came back the next year and, and you know, got they lost to the Celtics. And then we were in like kind of the, the doldrums of, of, you know, winless and trying to get draft picks and things like that. And not a great time. Uh, but the, the resounding call has been just tr- trust the process. Trust the process. And the process has brought us here. That brings us Joel Embiid, uh, one of the best players in the league, and his nickname, The Process. Um, and so it seems like this is the, this is the time. Uh, this is maybe, you know, the people were talking about how 76ers Suns the other night was a potential finals preview. Yeah. Um, and that is really, really wild to think about. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited for this season about the teams that are like, you know, doing well, like teams that um, historically are not like, like I'm like, we're talking about here, maybe back in 2000 may have done pretty well, but we're looking at team. Of course, you know, the Lakers are, are, you know, doing well again, thanks to LeBron, but that, that was not the case last season. Um, But teams like the Suns, teams like the Sixers, Teams like the Charlotte Hornets, um, they are they are doing well this year, and and you know it, it's it's all teams where if you were paying attention to the teams, like me paying attention to the Sixers, you know that they're building towards something. The Hornets have been building towards something. The Suns have been building towards something. But as a casual fan of the NBA, you see all this happening, and you're like, oh, like all these teams are coming out of the woodwork who haven't been good in a very long time. Yeah. Um, like even the jazz who I think are a little fluky, but they're, you know, they're with a limited sample set fifth in the, uh, they're, they're in the playoffs if the season ends today. Um, it is, 
it's it's just cool to see. It's cool to see that kind of parody because it's not something we get in other sports. We're not really talking about the NFL today. Yeah. But uh, surprise, the Patriots are undefeated. Like it, it, it's you know there there are some other surprises there, but it's it's not really anything super exciting. Uh, the NBA allows that kind of thing to happen. Teams are coming up, and we'll have to like. Oh, we'll talk about it now. There are these players for these teams that are just like these cult favorite players who you like. They're not the Joel Embiid's. They're not the LeBron James. They're not the uh, Oladipo's. They're not uh, Giannis. Like they're Corkmus, who is uh, a Philadelphia 76er who literally got cut by the Sixers last year. Um, and so the Sixers could not pay him more to get him back. And he returned to the Sixers, which means that he w- went back to the team who le- legally had to pay him the lowest amount. Oh, man. Um, and he's become like a great shooter. So is it fair to say that like in the NBA, you kind of really need to have results right away in order for them to keep you? Because I feel like in the WNBA, like you can come off of college and you're still a decent player, but like you're probably going to be benched for quite some time. But that doesn't mean that the team is going to cut you. It all depends. It, okay. I mean, the, the the NBA is a sport with a what they call a hard salary cap. Okay. Which, you know, in baseball, there's a soft salary cap, which means there's a salary cap. And then you'll have to pay a fine yep. if, you know. Basically a luxury tax if you go over that, which the Yankees do every year, the Phillies do every year, all these teams that that put a lot of money in, they're always paying the luxury tax. It's just a part of doing business. With the NBA, you cannot pay above a certain amount. And so if you have a LeBron James, if you have a Kawhi Leonard, if you have these players who are going to demand a serious contract and they're not willing to like take less so that you can get good guys – you know, there's just not a whole lot of room on the team for, um, you know, people who are, are just, I don't want to say scrubs, but people who are, you know, not the, not lighting the world on fire. Sure. Um, yeah. with, with that you. being said, they got to fill out a roster with somebody yeah. and if they're paying, you know, $25 million a year to one player, that doesn't leave a lot spread around for everybody else. Um, yeah. gotcha. You don't need immediate results. But you do, you you are always looking for that player. You are always looking for draft picks because draft picks are huge in the NBA. Sure, um, especially you know as you get closer to the the front of the draft, and it's that that's what the entire Sixers plan has been about is wheeling and dealing these draft picks and these bench players and moving things around so that you can get players um, like the players that they are that are on the team now. Um, both through the draft and free agency. Um, it's it's so so what you end up having are these players who, you know, like Cork Moss, like this guy, Alex Caruso, who his nickname is uh, Bald Mamba, which is a, a play on uh, Kobe Bryant's Black right. Mamba. Um, it's he he is balding. Real bad. Um, and, and, and he, le- I, I don't say that to be, to be mean, but like, that's his thing. He leans into it. Um, he doesn't, he talks about how he does not look like an, a Los Angeles, uh, type. Um, and people are, are so psyched about him in Los Angeles. And it's just, it's a fun way of being like, you know, this is not, 
this is not the guy we're coming to see until you get there. And it's like, this is the only guy I want to see. Oh, man. Um, no, I, I, I just I Googled him. I, I yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he, and he, he's just it happens. He says, it's the fact that I look like I could be a common person walking on the street. They all want to hold on like, hey, that's one of us out there doing it. <laughs> it's relatable. That guy looks goofy. I'm goofy, too. I could be in the NBA if I wanted to. <laughs> oh, he looks like a nice guy. <laughs> he oh, he's great. He's great. And I, I think he leans into the fact that uh, that he he understands what's going on and, and people are loving him for it. It's It's not as if they're like. You know, giving him grief because they're trying to make fun of him. Yeah, that people in LA love him. No, that's um, awesome. yeah, it's it's uh, there. There was a meme going around that during the Lakers Jazz game that Rihanna was uh, was checking him out. Uh, <laughs> Rihanna risking it all for Caruso. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 good to see, and this is the kind of thing I'm talking about where. I I feel like in basketball, maybe it's because it is technically a non-contact sport um, that, you know, we talked about with the WNBA, like and with 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 the women's soccer, like they found a way to be competitive and also like just a super advocate of the sport and of the athletes playing the sport. And it gets chippy. I mean, the reason that Joel Embiid was out two games was because he basically had a wrestling match. Um, with another player, it 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 gets chippy, you know. People, it, there are tensions get high, and there was a whole yeah back and forth of you know drama, personal drama, stuff like that, which is not great, which is yeah, I don't love. Yeah. But the fact that like like Patrick Mahomes from the Kansas City Chiefs was like all about Alex Caruso, like on Twitter, like he was like it. it, it there's that camaraderie that you want to be from sports. That you get when, you know, it's like everybody loves LeBron. Maybe not everybody. But like the idea of like a superstar athlete, everyone's going to be into that. I am so into these like small ball, not even like sixth man, like like seventh, eighth, ninth man, like who are just who come in, deliver, get off and are not receiving the accolades, but still just love the game. And I, I I. Big, big time, big time shout out to Alex Caruso, to uh, to my boy Kyle Korkmus from uh, from Philadelphia. Uh, I don't know if you know, but I'm not celebrating Christmas anymore. And I just want to wish everyone a Merry Korkmus. Uh, which, which is a fun <laughs> is joke. Is there I've been a using. gift exchange or? Uh, we just we just all watch the Sixers and hope. Gotcha. OK. He wears, I just he wears, make sure. He wears these bright yellow uh, uh, basketball shoes, these bright yellow Adidas, and and it's just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> good. I'm glad. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's good to see. We, we, we went real and deep on the Sixers and and uh, the bald Mamba. Um, <laughs> but but That's okay. Um, I'm fine with that. Yeah. But. Uh, We've and, got a lot of NBA to go. Yes. Yes. End of the day. Basically, what I'm loving is that the the teams that you wouldn't expect to be in the mix are in the mix. Of course, the teams that you would expect to be in the mix are still kind of in the mix. But there's a lot more parity, which allows for these kind of superstar nobodies uh, to to really rise to the crop, rise yeah. to the top. And I, I'm super loving that. Super loving that. It's a very fun NBA season. 
Um, and I think that's a good time. Did we have anything else? Uh, no, nope, that was it. Big subjects. Um, yeah, I think next, that- next episode, I'm going to, I think, talk about women's college basketball because that started yes. back up, but not yes. quite yet. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so look forward to that and also look forward to, you know, let's talk about some things to look out for. You know, what yeah. is what is coming up on the horizon that people should should be paying attention to big sporting events, big sporting news, like what's coming up? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think we've got some good sports stuff coming up to watch out for. So <laughs> is there a 76ers game coming up? By the time? I mean, of, of course, there's a 76ers, there's always a 76ers game coming there's up. Always, come on. Um, um, I mean, I mean, yeah, check out this. If you're looking for a team to cheer for as, as I was with the, um, uh, the DC mystics, um, <laughs> the mystics. Yeah. my, my mystics. That's the, all, that's the one thing that made me feel a little bit better about the nationals winning the world series was that the mystics Twitter account was like, yeah, it's good to be champions. Both of us in the same city. And it's like, ah, uh, yeah, I guess no. so. I'm, Only I'm happy for the uh, Della Don got to throw out a pitch at one of the games. And that was fantastic. Um, it, it, it was a good time. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, yeah. Good games to to check out. Los Angeles Clippers at the Houston Rockets. Uh, Clippers have uh, Kawhi Leonard on their team, who was the uh, pretty much the ace of the uh, Toronto Raptors last year. He left and went back to L.A., uh, back yeah. home uh, to the Clippers. Um, and Houston has Paul George, Russell Westbrook. They're, they're perennial contenders. It should be a good game. That should be a good example of what a good game is. Uh, if you want to be a Sixers fan, you can check out, you know, how about this? Uh, on Wednesday, uh, November 20th, uh, 76ers play the New York Knicks. I don't think that will be a very good game, but I do think it's a game the Sixers will win. <laughs> so if you want to see like just all of the players of the Sixers get their chance to get a hand on the ball. Uh, yeah, check that out. Uh, come at me. Come at me, Knicks fans. Um, should be a good time. So granted, I have not been paying super close attention to the NFL. Um, oh, but how about this? This is this is great. Uh, two teams that I cannot stand. Uh, so uh, on uh, November 24th, uh, midday game. I'm surprised this is a midday game and not a game of the week kind of thing. You got the Cowboys and the Patriots. Uh, Cowboys seem to be the only team that want to win the NFC East. Um, and the Patriots are going to just gobble up every game. So, uh, maybe the, maybe the Cowboys stand in their way, uh, stop them. I don't know who I would be more excited for if they won. Uh, whoever wins, I lose. Uh, but it'll be a good display of football if, if you're into that kind of thing. So check out Cowboys Patriots 425 PM on the East coast. Uh, check your local listings on November twenty fourth. I just want to root for anyone who is playing against the Patriots. It's fair. That's fair. But um, there's and and as the for the team, the Cowboys. I like Dak Prescott. I don't like Ezekiel Elliott because he is he's an abuser. Um, and Jerry Jones, who is their owner, is like could not be more like comically evil. Um. The only reason that he is not like the worst owner in the NFC East is because the Washington professional football team uh, owner, Dan Snyder, is the one who's like, we will never change our name from this very racist word. Um, <laughs> right. 
just, I mean, not that you can find, you can, you never really find a great owner in the NFL, but right, the NFC right. East is not where you want to go if you want to find a good one. Um, yeah. That being said, uh, Patriots owner is not great either. The Kraft family is pretty rough too. But we don't, we're not cheering for the owners. We're cheering for the laundry. And uh, as they say, and, and, you know, I guess in this one, I would prefer Dak Prescott and the Cowboys take out the Patriots. So check that one out if, you, if you're looking for football. Uh, any Anything, any uh, events or uh, games coming up on the on the upcoming sports front? I guess it's it's getting to that winter time. Sports, yeah. a lot of sports like that are, are more outdoor, and so they're, well, they're kind of in a, uh, in a let's lull. See. Um, Saturday the 16th, uh, you'll be able to see um, some college football. There's some good games. Yeah. Uh, Georgia versus Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indiana versus Penn State. Uh, let's see. USC versus Cal. That's always a fun That's game. That's a good game. Um, I'll watch that. So got some of that. Um, let's see what else I can find. Um, it is also a lot of uh, women's college basketball. And I know mm-hmm. I said I wouldn't mention it till next week. Um, but there well, are some can... really good games coming up. Um, and... Uh, already some kind of loose guesses as to who the final four are going to be. So mm. my Stanford, my, my dear sweet baby team Stanford is, is on that list. Um, I love them very much. So we'll see how that goes. Got it. Got to be a Govers fan now. Uh, I'm okay. I'm all right. <laughs> I, um, I don't need that in my life, but that's okay. Uh, you know, it's still, um, I, I, I think it is neat that um, Lindsey Whalen, who also was one of the best WNBA players, um, went to uh, the University of Minnesota, and now she gets to coach them. That's pretty rad. That is rad. That's super yeah. cool. Uh, so no, yeah, I'm not so root for them. So <laughs> we will talk more about uh, college women's college basketball, like we said next time. Yeah, uh, that's it. those. Those some good games to watch for. Keep an eye on. Um, and uh and yeah we'll uh we'll be we'll be back next time you can find us on twitter at stand up and queer yeah do that uh, you can you can uh always send us anything any tweets any uh any dms dms are open um and uh i think that's that's all we have right that's it yeah that's all we need that's all we need um and so watch the games uh, be competitive and not shitty this week, y'all. And uh, until next time. Did you did you want me to say it? Did yeah, you, you say it. You, you want me to say it this time? You just say it, Brett. All right, all right. Remember, when you are watching any type of sporting event that you find pleasure in and, and they're being nice, nice competitive and not like stupid competitive and like just gross competitive... Remember to stand up and queer.